Welcome to Sling and Stone Podcast. This is a show where transparent Christian men from opposite walks of life get together to have authentic conversation. These conversations are about real daily life and worldly topics affecting us today. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Sling and Stone Podcast. Bienvenido. What? You don't even know what he said. I don't know. Sounds like crazy, like Telemundo. Anyway, how's everybody doing today? Doing great. Goody good, goody good. Good, good, good. good. Ron, that hat, man, it's killing me. <laughs> What's wrong with my hat, bro? Got a cowboy hat on. I don't know. Do you... I feel like the sheriff today. Sheriff? Yes. Yeah, like you said, Deputy Doofy. <laughs> Deputy Doofy. <laughs> Deputy Doofy oh, reporting God. for podcast. Like, can we just start the podcast, man? <laughs> we did start we it. We did start. This is starting It podcast. is recording, we sir. Started. So what? what are we doing? What's the topic? What's on your mind, Ron? Hmm? What's the topic? Uh, what are we doing? I thought we were talking about um, losing a loved one. Yeah. He was listening. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say something else, but I, <laughs> I didn't want to. Losing a loved one, is, uh, it's a... Uh, That's hard, man. It's a hard topic. Very, very personal. It's hard. It's... It's sad, but it's a part of life. Correct. Everybody has to go through it. Correct. No matter how hard we try to, you know, steer away from it, that's the only thing that's promised in this game. (laughs) Yeah, and we're all going to experience it. We're all going to lose someone, and um, it's important to talk about it. I think so. I think it's it's important because the more prepared – it's not – you can't fully prepare for it. You never know what your emotions – what emotions are going to hit. But if you understand what's happening during that time, and it helps, it helps. And to know that everybody goes through it, and if you have someone you can lean on during those times, it does help. And it's just important to talk about it. I think that, I think that the key factor is like, in, in my mind, and obviously correct me if I'm wrong, but expected versus unexpected. Hmm. Yeah, you know that's, what I mean? That's I, don't get me wrong, it's hard. What do you mean, yeah. like, like, like losing? Like all of a sudden? Like nobody had it, nobody had any idea that it was going to happen. Healthy as opposed, person, oh, okay. tragically. Yeah, as opposed just, to something that it's it's been ongoing. You've so been I there. experienced both. Right. Okay. I experienced, um, you know, I don't want to say expected, but I know what you mean by that. Meaning, like the person's sick, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and you see um, that moment is 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 coming, you know, any moment. Um, as opposed to just getting that phone call. And and saying that you lost someone, so they neither bo- are easy. <laughs> no, neither one. And and you know, yeah, they both. I mean, just to, I'm thinking about it now, and they both. It's it's just as painful. Um, but and and I don't I don't want to say one's better than the other. You're losing someone. You I've lost two major people mm. in my life. Either way, but it was easier to deal with. Um, expecting, seeing, you know, knowing, because you get to, um, you get to say your final goodbyes, or you get to say your, you know, a, a, a proper prayer, or whatever situation you're in, you kind of get to put that closure, um, knowing that technically there's not really a closure to it, but you get to, you get closer to that, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. to opposed to just getting losing someone and and. You know, your last words could have been an argument. Like your last words could have been, you know, um, something that you 
obviously you wouldn't say if you knew that you were never going to see that person again. Yeah. Um, so. Or just not getting that last hug mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah it, it's, it's crazy because um, I think it was like two years, maybe three years ago, um, I lost a family. He was like a brother, like literally a bigger brother to me because he kind of like raised me. Um, we was texting on Instagram at like 10 o'clock that morning. By 12 o'clock the afternoon, he passed, dropped dead at work. Whoa. Literally. And I'm like, wait, wait. I w- we was just talking on Instagram, literally <laughs> just talking. Then my brother called me and was like, yeah, he passed away at work, just dropped dead at work. Hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> again, like, crazy, crazy. You, and, you and things know. like that makes you realize how fragile life is. Valuable. How valuable and, you know, so many things we take for granted, not knowing that we're not guaranteed the next second. Yeah, we're not guaranteed. Nah. We know no one knows when your time is up. Let alone the people around you when Correct. their time yeah. is up. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. That's why there's there's such a value on relationships. There's such a value on spending time with people because of the fact that you do never know. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, I, I um, for me, and I'm going to kind of take a different direction with this something that's challenging to me is when something like that does happen to a friend or to somebody close the challenging part is consoling that individual because our our first reaction as as ignorant as this sounds is man i understand you know or i understand what you're mm. going through or i uh you know hey i'm so sorry or um even even you know something as like well, you know, we we know that they're in heaven or whatever the case is. Something to say to console when that's not always the right answer, you know? Correct, correct. Sometimes it's better to, you know, listen or to just be there with the person or, or whatever the, yeah. the situation is. I like to say let the person guide the way you react to them. Let them dictate, you know, what is it that you tell them. But he said, but you have to listen first. Mm-hmm. And, and that thing, that's one of the worst things we could do is say, I understand. Because we all go through it, but we don't understand the details of what that means to you. Because mm-hmm. um, we all have lost somebody. We can all relate to losing somebody. But we don't know. Not everybody handles emotions the right the same way. Yep. So we can't just say, oh, I understand. No, you might not. You, know, you don't fully understand. I understand the situation you're going through, but I don't understand your emotions, where you're at right now. Yeah. yeah. So just by being available and just listening people out... Let them let them tell you how you're supposed to respond to how you how you come and and and, and console them. Mm. It's hard because I don't you know I've never I haven't been in a position to have to console someone without sharing. I don't know how to say that without for not, like technically I, I I I'm consoling my my sister when I lost my and my brother like the siblings when you lose like when I lost my father when I lost my my sister like but I, what I mean is like um, if, if just an example let's say your wife or you know like my wife lost somebody you know I haven't been in a predicament where I was I'm able to to console so I don't know where I would where I would fit in with that because the last thing I want to do is try to console them by putting them in my shoes mm-hmm um, you know, saying, well, this is what I needed or, you know, because everyone does grieve different. Um, and then and from experience, I know technically, <clears throat> obviously, depending on who you lose, 
um, the level of the relationship that the, the whatever the per, you know whoever the person lost. Um, you're never really there's never going to be a, a a nail in the coffin. You know, no no pun intended, but. There's never going to be a moment where you never. It's never going to be a like you never rethink that moment. Right, you're or, unaffected. There's never right, going to be that. You moment. know, I yeah. mean, I'm affected to this day more of my sister because she was so young and taken so unexpectedly. Um, although I do miss both my parents that I lost. Um, what affected me more was that quick phone call. They gone. You know, um, so my wife did such a beautiful job being there for me. But emotionally, I'm I'm good. But you still have those moments. You still have those. So those moments are never gonna really. You're gonna have to sometimes deal with that on your own. Um, and I I dealt with it. Lots of prayer and and having that faith, knowing that this is like you said, you know, a part of life. You know, and and accept and you have to accept that. There's no other way of looking at that. You you can accept it, but it never gets better, bro. No. no, it never no. gets better, man. You never get used to it. You never get used to it because it's it's that person you would never be able to him again. You'll never be able to have that kind of contact again. So it's just like, man, it, it you find ways to try to cope with it, but it's a void forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. a void because now as I'm I'm getting older, I start to think about my mom's never going to be to my wedding. My dad's never going to be there. My mm-hmm. grandmother's never going to be there. My good friend's never going to be there. And I would would have loved for them to experience that moment with me. And yeah. I think sometimes this experience and that, I struggle in certain relationships because this is like I'm missing something. Hmm. I'm missing. I'm, I'm really in a bad place with the void that's inside of me, right? It's just like. I want my mom there, bro. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I, when I walk my wife down, I want to be able to turn back and be like, look, yeah, mom, I did it. Like, I, I know that we we didn't get to experience, you know, certain things in our household, but look, mom, I'm doing it the right way now. So that kind of bothers me to this day. Mm-hmm. Like, just not having time to do that. And I lost my mom. Um, she passed away in her sleep. Mm-hmm. One of the most peaceful, peacefulest ways you can go. You know, just gone. Um, but leading up to that, it was like she knew she was gone. Really? Because, like, she, uh, when they found her, she was in the bed with my grandma, um, just unresponsible. Um, and she had some pictures of her, picture of her, me and all my brothers, her car keys, and some other valuable stuff in a Ziploc bag under her pillow. Hmm. Like, she was prepared to go somewhere. Like, And... That part messes with me till today because I'm like, Mom, if you knew something was wrong, why didn't you say nothing? Mm-hmm. Like, just tell me, like, we can, I don't know, we can try to fix it or something. But yeah. it was like she was just, like she gave up. Like, all right, I got to see my boys grow up. Now I can go ahead and transition. Hey, Ron, I got a question for you. Were you, were you in your walk at during that time? Not fully. Not fully? Nah, I was... College, living wild, but mm. always knew. You knew God was. I knew God. Yeah, okay. You feel me? So it was more like incorporating God in your life as opposed to. Yeah, it was, I was. I was battling identity. Like I didn't know who I was. I was hmm. in college. I got to you know move. I moved to Orlando, so 
I got to be whoever I wanted to be. Nobody knew me up here. Hmm. So it was like a fresh Ooh. restart. So I could, you know, be whoever I wanted. And you you couldn't find out who I was because you didn't grow up where I grew up at. So yeah. I was in that stage. And I woke up um, to, I think it was like 50 missed calls. I'm like, what's going on? I'm thinking, oh, something wrong with my grandma, my mom. Hmm. So get that call and I'm on the highway Driving back home to West Palm Beach, I think I'm doing all of a hundred, just trying to get there to see what's happening. And the 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 one of the worst parts about it was my youngest brother found her oh. like that. For him to see that, I'm like, and to this day, it still messes with him. So I'm like, it's tough. That's crazy. Yeah, like I, I, I guess where I'm kind of getting at is, you know, I I can't fathom now in, in my walk right now. I can't fathom the idea of losing someone without the Lord being in my life, mm-hmm. you know, now. Like, in back, and, and I, I hadn't lost any, like, I, my grandmother and grandfather and all them ended up passing away, but um, the only thing that I can relate to close passing away was buddies in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And I was not in my walk in Afghanistan um, whatsoever. So there was a whole lot of, in, in my mind, I'm like, it's not fair you know, and in reality, what I did was I not being in my walk. I actually blamed God mm. for it, which how 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 sad is that? How not sad's not the word because it's a moment obviously of 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 um, transparency or not transparency. It's a moment of you know just this this loss and dark place and and trying to like find your way out of it. But that being said, like how quickly we go to want to put blame on something that has absolutely nothing to do with the situation, you know? And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about my buddy right now. Like this guy died honorably, you know, doing something that, that he signed up to do, you know? And, and on top of that, who am I to say that God didn't have that one moment in his life prior to him passing to where, he reached out to him and said, son, you know, I'm, this is me. I'm here. I'm real. And he accepted God right then and there. You know, I, I don't know, you know, but in my mind, my God's so good that that moment had to have taken place. You know, now, back then I was looking at blaming something. So I don't know if that makes sense. Nah, Mine's is a little, it's crazy because mine's is like totally different than yours. Like I lost my father and i was not in my my walk at all um but i never blamed god hmm. never never even thought to to i know obviously i know of god I've, I've but i never i never thought to blame god was there anything to blame life like what um <clears throat> or it just didn't go down that road no I, I never i didn't go down the blaming road um i, I went down more of i wish you know that road you go th- i wish i had more time hmm. You know that that mm-hmm. you know. I wish you know. Um, selfish mode. I went through all of those like little pockets of that, but um, I did feel once, not right away, but moments. I don't want to say blame God, but I question. And when and when you do that, you're kind of blaming them because mm-hmm. you should already know the answer, right? When I lost my sister, um, I I I questioned a lot. Um, you know, the typical so and so young 
mm-hmm. know, going like that, and you see... Just the questions, why? I'm going to be very transparent. Like, when you see murderers out there, rapists, and, and, and all, the, all the evilness out there, and then you lose someone that close, like my sister, and it, it, it's not that you wish it was somebody else, but you think, like, there's so much evil out there, and, and to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no. I feel like, like my sister was n- nowhere near any of that, and yet these people get to live, and then my sister don't. This is what I'm going through. This is the moment, my down, like those dark moments I was having, that would be the dark moment. Huh. Some mo- some dark moments people think suicide or some dark moments people think, you know, uh, that was my dark moment. My dark moments was more like um, uh, questioning. It's not fair. You know, God, and I, and I was, I was, I was talking to God. I'm like, um, you know, why, why would she go so early? You know, and, and the craziest thing is I never heard from God at that moment. When I was going through that dark moment, I never heard from him. Um, maybe because I blocked myself out with with, with 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 those type of questions, you know. Um, but yeah, it was the opposite. You would think, you know, not not being you know not being in your walk, it's so much easier to be like, this is why I don't follow God. This, you know, mm-hmm. I guess you could. Some people go that route, but I guess because I really invested my my heart and soul into into my walk and. And then it was pretty early. It was two years into my walk, I yeah. think it was. And, you know, the, the first person that I called outside my immediate family was my pastor. Um, and I, when I called him, I was okay. But the minute I heard his voice, I just broke down. I don't know why. Like, I just, I mean, I know why, but you know what I mean? Like, us being the men that we are and growing up and, you know, taught not to cry, that's the last thing I want to do. I, I, I didn't want to. My intent was to call and see if we could do a prayer or something, and that just went totally out the window, like, like really left field. I didn't. Even, I was like a, a lost kid. Like I didn't know what to say. And just she's gone. Um, so it wasn't that moment, but the questioning started as as days were passing. You know, those, those were coming up, but um, that was my moment of of my darkness. Um, <clears throat> And questioning, you know. Um, you know what that was? Though? That was you having a conversation with the Lord. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's where you were going to go, but it it you it's not question, but the Lord is wanting that transparency with you. You know, the Lord is wanting you to say, Lord, what? Like, why? What? You know? Yeah. And you're opening that opportunity for the Lord to actually, you know, speak to you and reveal things to you. And it might not be the way that we want it to go. Or it might not be the time that we want it to go, or or might not even be the you know response that we're looking for. But I think being that transparent with the Lord is is key. You it, know, it is. And I had someone ask me the other day: Is it wrong to question God, and why not go to Him with questions? Because He ultimately has the answers. And sometimes you don't you don't hear it right away. And um, and as we were sitting here just now, I was thinking about he he showed me something just now because I'm thinking about how do I the way I respond to when close people to me die, and to be completely open here, it's I grieve hard but short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I grieve hard and then I move on, and it's not like and I think it's because I experience close people in my life die at an early age. Hmm. Or 
people might not have been close to me, but close to close close to the people that I'm close to. Okay. Whether it was an aunt or an uncle that I didn't know much, but I saw the people that that were close to me hurting for those people that died. Um, age probably about five, six, great-grandmother died. I didn't have no relationship with her, but my grandmother was hurting, my mom and everybody else. Um, at age nine, even though I didn't know him, but my father died. So it's always around. We had a, I had an uncle who I knew a little bit of, but he was murdered. You know, had a cousin who was stabbed in the streets of New York. So it was always around me. So it was just, this is what happened. At an early age, I'm already thinking, people just going to tragically die. All these kind of different deaths have happened. Well, there's heart attack, murders. Um, and then at age about 14, 15, um, one of the closest people to me, my grandmother, she was gone. And she went away. Uh, she got diagnosed with cancer, and nine months later, she was gone. Hmm. And, and she was like the rock of the family. So at an early age, I have to deal with all these things. And again, I didn't grow up in a church, so I didn't know anything about God. But during that time, and the Lord was showing me right here, he said, during the time that your grandmother was passing, you learned how to pray. Really? Again, wasn't in church, and I'm getting this revelation. I'm sitting here with it's you guys. Awesome. So yeah, it's awesome. And that's why I, the reason why I, I, he, I, he's he's telling me this because it's to tell you, Jimmy. You might not have heard from him, but at some point he will. If he hasn't yet, he will say why. He'll answer those things because even now, you know, I say she was the rock of the family. But if even in that, God will still do something. Will do something great and marvelous for you, even during those times. And it didn't hit me till just now. That when my grandmother was passing, I didn't know how to pray, but I was tugged to start praying. Didn't know what I was doing. The only thing I knew about prayer is what I saw modeled by the Catholics, and and oh, and, really? and I would do you know the the whole thing like this, and 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 just start praying. And I was always praying without knowing. I was always praying for. I was thankful. Mm-hmm. I was thankful for my home. I was thankful. I don't know what I was saying to him, but I was like, hey, if you can just you know heal my grandmother and and without even knowing these things and i did it for a long time that whole nine months and it stayed with me ever Mm. since after then even without me even stepping foot in a church so i look back at those things that even in that god was drawing me to him and we don't see those things at that moment right we don't see those things at the moment because we're hurting we're hurting but over time if you do get closer to god he will start to reveal some things to you and show you how he was there during those times. And and I know people sometimes blame God. Sometimes they blame God. And and he is not the blame for why people die. Uh, sometimes people say, oh, that was a good person, and they died. Why that person? But if he doesn't allow that person to die, then it's not fair for the next person and the next person and the next person that has to suffer through these things. We all got to go through it. And I don't know if you guys have anything else, but I want to leave the people with something, you know, that might be struggling right now with the loss of someone. Because uh, I saw what it did for, um, and I know she won't mind me sharing this, uh, but I saw what it did for my mother when she was not following God the way she is now, when she lost her mother versus when she lost her father. And you see the total difference that with God, it makes it easier. It's not, I'm not saying it doesn't hurt. It still hurts the same, but you're able to transition and go through the the, the grieving with God versus separate and apart from him. 
mm-hmm. because one of the titles of the Holy Spirit is comforter. So when you're following Christ, you have a comforter to take you through these moments. So I don't know if we can leave somebody with, with a peace because there are different different um, stages of grieving. And I know Jimmy a while back, um, after he had lost his sister, he uh, his sister or your father, I know at one point you lost... I lost my... It was your sister that you lost, that you yeah. actually shared, shared with everybody the yeah. different stages of grieving. And I thought it was so important at that time because we had a few people who were experiencing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, just I, I want to be really clear. Um, the stages do... Like, I lost my mom, my dad, my sister, my uncle. I mean, it was... During the years, it was just one mm-hmm, after another. And and surprisingly, every grief was different. So I can't say blueprint-wise, like, this is going to be... as You know, as I said before, it's always going to be different, the, the grieving. I could just share my testimony on that on on what got me through um again because i can't i mean it's easy to say god right but if you're not following then it's not then what got you through that mm-hmm. and that's i'm trying to see if i can narrow that in and and so when i lost my father for an example one of one of the grieving processes that i went through was that void that ron was saying you feel that immediately you feel that void especially from a parent a father a mother like you know like i now that i lost both parents for an example i go i still go through this this part i still go through i sometimes and i and i i talk to my wife always about it and i'm like i can't believe i have no parents i go through that i go through a moment where i'm like man i don't have my mom i don't have my dad you know my my father passed first my mom passed five six whatever years after you know so it wasn't even right there but i do i do feel like that sometimes i I still have those moments you know where i'm like you know man i don't i don't have my parents i I don't have parents you know like i feel i I get that sometimes um i don't know if ron feels the same way but that's a major void that i feel um not necessarily like of course i miss my mom but i miss more like those moments where I'm like, I, I'm speaking to someone. I'm like, uh, you know, I miss those conversations where I'm like, I just left my mom's house, or I just finished yeah. God talking to my mom, or yeah. I'm never gonna be able to do that again ever. Aside from meeting Thanksgiving and Christmas and all, you know, all that. Of course, that's a given. But just the simple conversations. When my sister hurt the hardest, because um, you know, aside from it being my baby sister of all. The grieving process was more, again, like I said, the questionings came in. And I was in my walk, and the questions came in. Um, uh, you know, why? Why, you know, how, you know, why would you allow that to happen? I gave my faith, you know, I'm giving all my all to you. You know, the moment I give my all to you, you take somebody that I love. Why? You know, I, got, I went through those stages, but very, very quick, and I agree with you, Mario, I did go through one of those stages. I, I go through it, not one, very quickly. I have my moment where I grieve real quick and then I'm done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I used to always think, like, when you lose someone, it's going to hurt the most on a birthday or it's going to hurt the most on a holiday. And it does, but it doesn't hurt the most. It just randomly comes. I could be driving and a song come on or I could be driving and just a thought, that single thought pops up and you're like, man. I miss. I wish I could just call my mom right now. Yeah. 
You know, I wish I could call my sister right now. So, it, and it's no birthday, it's no holiday. You just have those moments that come. I don't know if you have the same thing. It, it comes, but I'm listening to, you know, what we're talking about right now, you know. You had somebody to go to during grieving, which, you know, Mario, I never had that. Hmm. I had to. Internally I would, process. I had to do it all on my own wow. because my brothers started looking up to me. My mom passed the four days later, I'm in there planning the funeral, right? Mm -hmm. My grandma passed right then and there. I'm praying over her body while we in the nursing home. My brother's looking at me like, Ron, you going to trade? Like, all right, I got it. I never really got a chance to grieve because I always had to stay strong and keep going, right? So I, as I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm unpacking all this stuff. I'm like, I never got a chance to grieve. I never, I never really got the, the proper chance to sit back and be like, you know what, let me take this all in because I always had to be the rock for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Do you feel I, like now or then you didn't get like, have you grieved now? Like, I, Right now I'm starting to, it, it's hitting me that I have to release this. Yeah. And it's not like I'm holding on to something. I'm I just never got a chance to sit back and just like let me let, let it me out. process this. Let me start to put this stuff in different departments because it was like boom, there it is. Here is life. No mom, no dad, no grandma. Here is life. Now I'm the upper echelon of my family now. Patriarch, like, yeah. Yeah. And and I never told nobody this. Um like a couple of weeks. No, it wasn't even a couple of weeks. It was like probably like I would say a week after my mom passed, I had a dream. Um, her body was, you know, laying by some water or whatever. It was on the side of like like a street and she's in, you know, in some water. She's in all white. But her head was missing. And in that dream, my brothers came. It's, it's weird. But they gave me the head of my mom. It was like, you, you, you're the head now, bro. Wow. And I'm like, Bro, I'm not ready for this. Like, I don't, bro, I'm. I don't know how to handle this. Like, I'm going through this with y'all, but they're looking at me like, Ron, you're the strongest one to get through this. I'm like, how? And at my mom's funeral, I'm the only one that spoke. It was like, Ron, go speak. I'm like, bro. <laughs> yeah, what I'm about me? Yeah, yeah, like, what yeah. about me? Like, who did I go to? And when you were talking, like, you can have Mario to call. I didn't have nobody, and now I'm I'm understanding like how that affects me now. Not being able to, you know, go to somebody and be like, bro, I'm jacked up, bro. Like, I don't, I don't feel right. I, I don't, I don't know how to maneuver no more knowing that, bro, my mom's ain't here. And then the, the crazy part about it, the, the night, the day before my grandma passed, it was the, the day, we, uh, thanks, Thanksgiving. I drove down and I got down to Palm Beach. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go see my grandma in the morning. I'm, I'm just going to hang out, you know, go see my cousins, and I'm going to go see my grandma in the morning. My grandma didn't wake up. Oh, man. And I had the opportunity to go see her. Didn't do it. You know, you can't, you can't do that, though. Like, that's what I did. And I may, I'm, like, what I mean is, like, like, almost putting the blame on you, right, is what you mean? Like, like I should have done this. I had the time to do it, and I didn't do it. Not that it's, for me, it's more, you got to value time more. Like, if you said you're going to do something, just go do it. Right. Why would you push something off like that? Like, if you can get it done now, just go do it, Ron. Because procrastination 
is like my worst enemy, man. Like it, it's it's there and and it and this it shows up randomly in my life because like I'm just a passive guy. I'm so passive and I feel like God is telling me in order for me to, you know, get you to the next level in life, Ron, you got to learn how to stand on your word, stop being a procrastinator, stop being so passive. Right? Right? Sometimes you got to go have some conver- some hard conversations. I steer away from that a lot mm. in my life. Like I steer away from just like certain, confrontation? Yeah, I steer away from it. Hmm. Because I know with I know inside of me there's a lot of pain that hasn't been dealt with. And it can it can I know I can go to a whole nother level. So you know when you guys are around me like I'm 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 always trying in order to kind of stay level like I'm always in a good mood because there's there's certain things that I uh, it is just, it'll, it'll go left, but I don't know why the conversation is staring like that. No, but, no, um, no, that's good. That's um, good. But it's, it's good because it shows when we don't properly grieve the things that can affect us later on in absolutely. life that we don't even know that it's coming from that place. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's good to uncover those things, and and you might have to go away for a little bit, man, and just you know get with God and just allow yourself to to fully grieve in those in those areas, you know, fully just mourn because um, we have to. Mm-hmm. We have to go and, and and to clear our minds. And I get it. I get it when you said, you know, and, and that hit home right there when everybody's looking to you mm-hmm. during those times. And and they don't do it intentionally. intentionally. No, it's just it is what it is. We're the ones we're the ones that God chose to lead, to lead as a part of your DNA, as a part of who you are. And people recognize that mm-hmm. and and. But it is tough. It is tough. And I know that happens with you, Jimmy. When things go down, they look at you for, you know, and it's, it's just, when do I get my time? When, when, is, when is it me time? And we have to find when you're built that way and chosen that way, you're going to have to find, you're going to have to make that time for yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. No one's going to do it for you, you know. And, and be okay with no one ask, no one comes to you and say, hi, how you doing? Yeah. And, yeah. By, and just keep saying, I'm all right. I'm all right. Eventually, that all right, it's not going to be all right anymore. Mm-mm. No, no, yeah. I, I try to be fair too. Like um, when I do have these moments of, of of missing my sister, for an example, I let my I try to make sure I let my wife know right away, um, because you know, you that's a mood changer. You know, you're going to come in the house, you know, when you're going through those moments, and. If I held that in and I didn't share that and and let my wife know, hey, I'm I'm you know I'm going through a moment now of missing, you know, my sister. Then she's not gonna know that, so she's gonna come in and 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 go go by her daily, you know, and and you might come across, I don't you know, grouchy, bad mood, whatever you want to say. But if you let her know up front, when I let her know up front. Um, she understands, and mm-hmm. and we, you know, if there's anything different, she know she understands why. What mm-hmm. I what I haven't asked because I let her know right away. As far as the grieving with, like what you were saying, Ron, like I have to grieve sometimes very short because although I lost my sister, you know, my kids lost someone too. You know, my wife was like they were, you know, that was like her sister. 
So it really, everyone lost somebody close, you know. So I have to be there, obviously, for my kids. I have to make sure that they're fine. And us being the man of the house, you always try to make sure that you sh- you know you show that rock, that you can be that rock. And sometimes that's putting your own feelings aside and and doing that. So I I learned to do that privately in the shower or something. I I try or driving home from work or whatever. I I, I when I feel myself going through it, I let it happen. When you and that helps me. Like, don't ever try to fight that. When you, if if you're in a moment and you're vulnerable, and you're by yourself. Let it happen if it happens. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. helps me out tremendously. I don't. I used to try even then, even by myself in the car. I used to be like, no, nah, let me just put another you know song on, or let me think of something else. But no, let that happen, man. Let that run through your system, man. And and that's been helping me a lot. It's it's something that that you just said and. I didn't think about it until you just said it. Um, my daughter lost a grandmother. I thought it was all about me mm-hmm. in yeah. that moment. I didn't even think that what is she going through? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Like, I, I just thought, like, bro, this is my mom, but my daughter lost a grandmother. And you're not wrong for thinking that. Yeah, and it it just hit me the, when you said that. I was like, I didn't even look at it like that. My son lost a grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. They lost somebody too, mm-hmm. and and I think going through that situation, they lost me too, mm-hmm. because I was never there, bro. Mentally, I it was hard for me to recover, and for me to fully give them me, because mm-hmm. I was always in a state of, bro, this ain't it, you know, contemplating suicide, like not want to be here no more, bro. Like, bro, it's it's is the rabbit hole got deep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so guys, this has been really good, but final thoughts. Take your time to grieve. <laughs> mm. Grief. That and, and I say that I know it sounds simple, but let the process happen. How you know, I can't nobody could tell you how to grieve. But um if you're the person that lost someone, allow you know, allow that grieving to happen. Um but if and if you Next to someone that lost someone, make sure you're just, you you know, more importantly, just there for that person. Um, don't try to figure out. Don't try to, you know, um, make them better in a day or none of that. Um, your job is just to be there. Mm-hmm. That's my thoughts. I think it's important to, uh, for us to be true with our emotions. Um, going back to what we were saying, sometimes people are not going to ask you. And, Jimmy, you hit something there when you said, you know, I tell my wife. You know, this is how I'm feeling right now. Because sometimes, and unintentionally, like you run, you run, you said, you know, I didn't check on the kids. They lost somebody. Because the emotions run so high when you lose somebody that you get into your own world with your emotions that you might miss out on somebody else's, what they're going through. So just we can prepare for those kind of things. Um, we don't know exactly how we're going to respond when we lose somebody, but we can prepare for those things. Have that in your mind already that I'm going to be open with my emotions and even if no one asks me how I'm doing, I'm going to go to somebody I trust, somebody I know that is a safe place, and That's let good. them know, hey, today I'm struggling. Yeah. Today nice. this is heavy on my mind. I need to just, you know, whatever it is, I just need to be left alone for a little bit, or, you know, can you just come over, hang out with me, or yeah. can you spend some more time with me? Whatever it is, however it is that you feel comfort, whatever brings comfort to you, let somebody know. Because um, so many people are just, grieving through different processes 
And some people are doing it around other people but not being true to themselves on how they're doing. So I think people just need to be more vulnerable with their emotions. That's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel the exact same way. Surround yourself, too, with people who love you and are like-minded um, because, you know, having somebody there with you, even if it's just to talk or listen or whatever the case is, is so important. Um, man, guys, this has been... This has been good. It's been really good. And I I, I, I know um, I already shared something, but real quick, um, I heard this. Uh, my wife shared this with me at a memorial service she went to, and, and the preacher said this, that when we are, when Christians live a life, we live life differently, and we also die differently. Mm. Wow. Meaning we know where we going after this place yeah we're here on earth in preparation to do a work here on earth but it's also what we're going to, where we're going to be at after this yeah the tent eventually is going to come off correct correct yeah. so we live differently and we die differently so for those that that um need uh that comfort when grieving full comfort comes by knowing who jesus christ is amen 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 Man, this has been good. It's been deep, but it's been real good. Yeah. I, I really hope and I pray that somebody out there listening, this definitely helps them through through yeah. a situation that they're going through. Guys, it's been good. Listen up. Um, uh, listen to us on all of uh, the podcast outlets. Uh, we're on everything. Also, check us out Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. Listen, y'all have a great night. Peace. Stay Yo. blessed. Thank you for listening to Sling and Stone. If you like what you hear and you're interested in taking this journey with us, hit that subscribe button. Also, follow us on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. If you have any questions, comments, or discussion topics, please email us at slingandstonepodcast at gmail.com. Take care.